0: Hey guys real quick i'd like to thank skillshare for sponsoring this episode of monetize on monetize we're all big fans of things like productivity investing time management and especially having some solid hobbies skillshare can help you with all of these things learn how to be more productive start investing properly and managing your time more efficiently or take a course about one of your favorite hobbies learn anything from physics to making a pb and j the right way all of these things are available to you through skillshare with top-notch instructors that actually know what they're talking about no guru nonsense check out our referral link in the description of this episode for a 14 day free trial courtesy of Skillshare thanks again back to the podcast Let's start that so I was reading up on clubhouse because right. you and I talked about it a little bit yes um and what it is and it's like it's a lot it's 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 really interesting
1: it is it is interesting it's an idea that I don't think has really been explored yet
0: right. And so, so for anybody who doesn't know what Clubhouse is, because it's kind of a new app, I don't think a lot of people... Really, I don't think... There's only 10 million users on it right now, signed up, I believe.
1: Is that is that how many there are?
0: Yeah, I looked it up. And that's, a, I think, a pretty recent well, metric.
1: It's invitation only right now. Yeah. It's in a closed beta.
0: And only that's on right iOS now. as well.
1: Is it only on iOS?
0: Yep. Right. Um, And so it's actually really for a social platform that's pretty private. You know what I mean? yeah 10 million is not a lot i think i think Insta, uh facebook has like 600 million i want to say
1: more than that i think it's over a billion
0: is it there are only 7 billion people in the world
1: yeah i believe over a billion people have facebook wow okay which is crazy huh
0: that's crazy so yeah 10 million not a lot um but basically it's this app where heston you you explain it (laughs)
1: It's basically an app, um, which is in closed beta right now, as we mentioned, where it its main way of communicating with its audience is, uh, or its main way of its audience communicating with each other is through voice. Right. So it's basically a bunch of chat rooms almost.
0: Yeah. It's like where, audio only
1: live yeah. chat rooms. I where believe people can host these rooms right. and everybody else can... Uh, they can't really hop. They can't join in, but they can listen in to someone's yeah. chat, and you can request to join, and you can like raise your hand to say something, right. and they, the, the the hosts of the room can allow you to speak. Um, and it's had some extremely influential figures on there. Yeah, like Elon, Elon Musk,
0: Musk, Kanye West, Kanye West, MC uh, Hammer.
1: Yeah, lots of comedians, lots of just oh yeah, in- Kevin Hart, people. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, it's so it's it's gone viral. Really, in a sense. Yes. Which is interesting because you can't get on it. Like, it's it's generally difficult to get on. Like, how yes, long ago there's... did you sign up for it?
1: Uh, probably about a month now.
0: Right. And so, to my knowledge, they're accepting people every day.
1: Well, the only way that they get people in right now is if somebody else gives you an invite. So, for example... If I knew somebody who was in Clubhouse and had an invite code, they could give it to me and I could get in and then I could give you my code and then you would get in and then you could give someone else mm. your code. I believe that's they might be accepting people as well, but I believe that that's the the way that they're That's users. interesting.
0: So, I was reading up on Clubhouse specifically on how brands are dipping their toes into it for like marketing purposes. Right. And it's super interesting so like a good example is like uh the kool-aid man yeah (laughs) will jump in (laughs) randomly into rooms really and like people will have him on the stage so the Mm -hmm. stage is where is the people that can talk uh, whenever they want okay yes um and so people will have him on the stage because he's like a verified user on there um and so you know it's the kool-aid man and so you'll have him on the stage and every once in a while he'll periodically just unmute and do his oh yeah (laughs) and then mute again that's
1: pretty cool i haven't heard of that that's actually really cool and
0: it's just like it's the most genius like because it's not like an annoying ad you know what i mean that pops up in your in your youtube video it's it's just like a, a funny harmless representation of a brand yeah, And it's definitely. really just so smart. And it costs nothing.
1: I'm but, sure that quite a few brands are starting to do stuff like that.
0: Right. There's another one. And this was back on Valentine's Day. So this was back pretty early on Clubhouse. Right. Because it only came out April, I think, right?
1: April of 2020? Yeah.
0: Is when they actually uh, started inviting. I, mean, I believe so. And it's
1: it's only really started becoming popular now. Yeah. Recently. So
0: Valentine's Day. They uh of twenty twenty or twenty twenty. No, wait. Twenty twenty I don't know.
1: (laughs) If it was released in April, yeah, it'd it'd be twenty it'd be twenty
0: twenty one. Yeah. Um so this so this Valentine's Day, the previous Valentine's Day, there was this room that was like a shoot your shot room where people would come in and like ask somebody on a date Mm -hmm. and people would like get rejected or whatever and stuff like that and so this like i forget her title at the company i believe it was content marketing manager something mm-hmm. like that it had to do with, it sounded like it had to do with like digital marketing representation stuff like that right. and she was in she was listening to this room and it's of a, she's so she's the content marketing manager of a pizza place okay. and she was listening to this room and she was she contacted the moderators and she was like hey If people, the people that get rejected, like, we'd love to send the people that get rejected and that have a broken heart a free pizza. Uh
1: And so the moderators,
0: like, I think announced it or whatever. And they started contacting the rejected people and see if they wanted a pizza. It's like stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's like, that's the kind (laughs) of, like, new age advertising. Yeah. That's actually making a difference.
1: It's almost... It's more just brand awareness than even selling, really.
0: Right. Which it's is all advertising is.
1: Selling.
0: Well the, I, I we well, like, yeah, I guess car commercials and stuff is really a product.
1: Well, I I think that like the way that most people advertise on social media with like the intricate um funnels and offers and right. email marketing follow ups and, and all that um is more selling than it is marketing. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's almost like we're not trying to sell you anything. We're just trying to, you know, show you that we're here and that we're a cool brand.
0: And I think you're totally right. I think brand awareness in general, I think, is more important than selling a product.
1: I think it depends on how big you are, really. I see your point. Like Coca-Cola doesn't really need brand awareness. I, no, I think that Coca-Cola doesn't really need selling a product. I think that they need brand awareness more than anything.
0: I disagree. I think it'd be because like, you know, who Coca-Cola is, you know what they do. Right. Right. And so when they come out with a new product or like a new branch or whatever, they need to sell that product more than they need to just say, Hey, we're Coca-Cola here we are. And we have, I think to have this the new brand product. that's
1: formed from Coke and their brand awareness just pretty much sells this is my thinking at least, pretty much sells any new product that they put out there as long as they put them out there and advertise them a little bit to let people know that they have this new product, right?
0: Well, right. So they advertise the product more than themselves.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that they're really selling the product. I think that they're saying we're an established brand and this is our new product, come buy it, right? Does that make sense? (laughs)
0: That's just selling a product.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know. I think that there's a difference between like really trying to sell a product like you're selling the product i see what you're saying the experience you're saying, saying that they're
0: just marketing a they're product just putting they're the not product saying, out there yeah yeah they're yeah. they're
1: saying we have this product right like this is why you should buy your yeah. product this is what it's going to do for you on, yeah on like, social yeah, media you're we like
0: oh my god this back scratcher is crazy it, it fixed all of my back problem you know what i mean yeah but Whereas, yeah if, coke is just yeah. saying hey this is the new i don't know coke classic or whatever
1: it's yeah, here. Like buy it if you want. I guess. <laughs> I, it, it kind of tastes good. We think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably bad for you, but <laughs> um, you're gonna drink it anyway, so we'll make it, I guess.
0: <laughs> but yeah, this kind of stuff, I think is, I think is just genius.
1: Yeah, because it's
0: so, and I see it a lot. I, on a on a very much on a very much more dulled down level, where mm-hmm. like these brands are figuring out really how to use social media. To their advantage, right? Yeah. For not just like saying like this is a good example where um you know Wandavision, the new Wanda it's a new Vision. Marvel TV show that's out on Disney Plus. Okay.
1: Uh I'm not sure if I think I've heard of it, but I don't okay. know. Well, it's, they know. have
0: Wandavision has its own Instagram page, Marvel has right. its own Instagram page, and Disney Plus has its own Instagram page. Yes. And instead of like them just saying like WandaVision, the Instagram page and Marvel and Disney plus will all post the same post. Okay. That's like, Hey, the new episode of WandaVision is out today. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like in, in the comments, all of them will then comment on each other's post and then have a conversation with each other. And it's like, some of it's like accounts. funny stuff. Yeah. Because I, I figure that all of those accounts are run by individuals you know what I mean?
1: Right. Like I don't think yeah. it's the
0: same individual. I doubt it is.
1: They're probably different people.
0: Yeah, but it's it's not like it's not like some team of people that are like, okay, we gotta post this and we gotta make sure it says this and like da-da-da-da-da. they probably
1: get a post given to them. Right. They're like they just
0: have a social media manager. You know what I mean? It's like here's the post right. you have to post today. This is the caption that our copywriters came up with, right? Yes. And then interact with the community. Done. Mm-hmm. Like that's your job. Man. And so really, I think it's really interesting how these brands, I don't know if it's exactly the brands though. I'm sure they're loving it, but like these managers, these social media managers are diving into the community interaction. Yeah. Because connecting on that makes just inherently makes people want to like your company. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if your company literally
1: connects and talks to them. Yeah. It's genuine human interaction. Exactly. Um, and it brings almost a human element to these big companies. Right. And
0: those, those, those uh, pages interacting with each other, then sparks a conversation and stuff like that. And it's, I think it's just really interesting how it is. Like I was saying yeah. like yesterday to somebody that I, I think we're starting to go through like an advertising revolution almost where like, because these companies are actually figuring out how social media works you know what I mean? Right. It's not yeah. just an ad anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, And they're actually figuring out how to.
1: It's almost interaction rather yeah. than just an ad.
0: And that's a yeah. lot different than buying a Super Bowl ad. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is.
1: And Sometimes a lot cheaper. I wonder, <laughs> a hell of a lot cheaper. Sometimes I wonder how. I, I would love to look at Wendy's reports from the years that they started like roasting people on Twitter.
0: Oh, my God. Oh my God! They were really—I think the first ones to pump out stuff on social media, like in yeah, in one that, of the big ones. in that different way.
1: Yeah, in that way, um, I think it'd be really—I I haven't looked at them. I'm sure they're publicly available, but I'd love to see how much of an impact that had, because yeah. I would assume that it probably had quite a bit, you know?
0: Yeah, because like m- most of their tweets went viral.
1: Well, yeah, not even just—I think that it like it felt endearing almost, right? yeah like it, that someone could see the human aspect of Wendy's. exactly when they wanted to go to wendy's or when they went to get food they're like oh let's go to wendy's
0: when you yeah right when you bring that that extreme professionalism out mm-hmm. of of that aspect of like your your brand then right, it, you it, take it out. exactly it becomes because brands inherently aren't aren't humans you know what i mean it's yes. like they don't you have to put emotion into a brand, into its advertising, into its design, into its logo and all that kind of stuff. And there's there's parts of, of design and stuff that are meant to do that so it becomes relatable to a customer. Right, right. Um, but then when you just have somebody comedically spewing stuff out on Twitter, it's like, oh, it's just <laughs> oh, what Twitter is. It's like, obviously, yeah. there's just a person on Twitter behind this brand.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't heard much of them recently. It seems like they've been kind of dying down. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was probably an advertising agency behind it, and it was a whole campaign. You think so? If I had to guess, yeah. It was probably some planned roasting campaign. I'm not saying like every post was planned or whatever. I'm just saying it's like Wendy probably maybe went to like this, this agency and was like, right. "Hey, this is what we need," and they're like, "Hey, this is what you should do for like you know a year or whatever or a month or something. You should just right. have somebody roast people that think your food is bad or whatever. I don't know. Right. Um. Yeah, I would yeah, have no doubt that it was that. And stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it could have been. Uh, I'm not sure. It would be interesting to see who was behind it all. Um, I think that would be something cool to look at. Yeah, I
0: think I, I think that was super I-
1: innovative from a marketing yeah. standpoint. And it's probably gonna keep innovating.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see any other at least fast food doing something like that. You know, like Burger King, though Burger right. King's doing some interesting stuff, which I think we should talk about in a second. Um But I I do think all of these, especially on Twitter, like McDonald's, Wendy's Burger King, Taco Bell, I think they've all transitioned to that individual that's running that, um that's running that account, right? right like everywhere else has but they almost have a personality exactly like um yeah. do you know stakeums yes have you heard have you seen their tweets
1: uh, i remember hearing about some of them a while ago but i can't remember exactly what it was so like so
0: basically i don't know if they're still doing it they probably are but it's just this dude posting super philosophical stuff <laughs> really <laughs> like deep actual stuff it's not like i'm 13 and i'm deep it's like actual philosophical um uh statements that like kind of blow your mind right and it's just crazy and like it went viral and they started sending merch to people and they really (laughs) took advantage of it and it was so smart Um, that's pretty cool and i'm pretty sure it was an intern and i think he got promoted to something else and it was given to another intern
1: oh my god Imagine giving interns the access to your entire social media following. Well,
0: I mean, I mean, they they have rules to follow, you know, it's kind of like,
1: <laughs> yes, but they also don't have any repercussions if they do something stupid. Well, yeah, they get fired. Well, they get fired, but it's just being fired,
0: right? I guess from an intern, it's not that, that. Yeah, big it's not deal. like
1: a big deal. No, I mean, it's
0: their reputation, you know? Yeah. Like you got to yeah, think I like did. all these companies know each other. And if you're is. an it's intern just, just and you start a scandal on a on a goddamn company's social media you're not gonna get hired <laughs> anywhere else. right
1: it's, it's I think it's just generally like the idea don't trust interns with big things because they aren't like mm-hmm. they haven't shown themselves they aren't trusted I yet, see what you mean yeah' they're, <laughs> so, like they're interns for
0: a reason' it's right. like they have to build up to that yeah that yeah. makes sense I think it was an intern it might not have been but um Basically, so Burger King. Yep. uh, I think it was last year. They did an ad with Twitch. I don't know if it was, I don't think it was with Twitch, but I think it used Twitch. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I don't know the specific ad. No.
0: So basically, they gave streamers money to say, they gave streamers the amount their new Whopper cost. Uh-huh. They donated it to say, "Go buy the new Whopper." Okay, right. uh-huh. um, and that was like advertised to their whole chat, right? And I think it would have been fine if they stopped there.
1: So wait, so they they basically told big streamers,
0: "Let's." It wasn't even big streamers, I don't think, but like, let's say that that the new Whopper costs three seventy five. Okay, yes, they donate three seventy five. And have uh, text to speech to say, "Hey, go buy the new Whopper at Burger King; it's out." And it would have, uh, you know what cool. I mean? I yeah. think it would have been cool if they stopped there. Like I think that's clever, just to advertise right. on people's streams and give them money.
1: Yeah, that is, but that is interesting.
0: Then they took those clips because they recorded it. Then they took those mm-hmm. clips, blurred out the streamers, the streamers' faces. Mm-hmm. And made it into a TV ad. <laughs> and then shit went wild.
1: That's interesting.
0: <laughs> because then, you know, you're first, you're using the streamer's content with blurring their faces. So you're not even advertising the streamer. But if you were advertising the streamer on TV, it'd be bad as well. and so they're in like this gray zone and like pretty much every single streamer on that commercial was pissed really yeah
1: i think it's pretty funny
0: well i mean it's like you gotta think they're not even getting advertising for their stream their faces are blurred their names aren't released
1: i think i'd prefer if they did (laughs) did unblur it
0: but but then they'd need the streamer's permission as well i think because they're using
1: their face on a tv ad Yeah, they would because they're making money from it, basically. And so it
0: was kind of like, right. But then the streamers would then probably ask for money.
1: A percentage, yes.
0: Exactly. Which then Burger King's like, no, we don't want to do that. We just spent three seventy (laughs) five dollars you know, $3.75. We've spent enough on this ad. It's like the streamers were like, you couldn't like hire us to just put us like, you know, it's like that was kind of weird. So I think I think. The part where they just donated and said, "You know, hey, this is how much the Whopper costs for Burger King. You should go grab what it's out now on the menu." Mm-hmm. I think that is basically exactly the same as the things that's going on in Clubhouse right now. It's it's in that um, same area yes. of of marketing of brand yes, representation somewhat. or whatever. But then they took it. They took that aspect of of marketing and put it into. I don't know, kind of like old-timey marketing, right? Where it's like right. TV ads and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then it ruined it.
1: Yeah. Because I think well, like... I it, think it's an interesting it, idea.
0: It, it 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 caused drama.
1: Um, yes. But so, to be fair, that drama, as they say, all publicity is good publicity, that drama probably caused a lot of people to go and buy the Whopper.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, So
1: at the end of the no, day, yeah, is it really you're totally it good right. marketing? Yeah.
0: But um, so because like when you think about it, if you take the Kool-Aid man and what he's been doing on Clubhouse and you like take the funny moments of it or whatever and put yeah. it into a TV commercial, I think it just make it worse. Because I think there's a certain because now it's literally commercialized. Right. You know what I mean? Because I think there's a certain um thing about Clubhouse. It's like the exclusivity of being there when the Kool-Aid man unmuted and yeah. said, oh, yeah.
1: Because there's no recordings. There's exactly. No, there's no afterthought.
0: Right. I think that's something that's so special to those consumers. Because yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, bro, you won't believe what just happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd go and buy some Kool Aid. Exactly. Definitely,
0: I would. But once you commercialize it, you're now broadcasting that that happened, and now it's no longer really special to those consumers.
1: Well, it might be because it, it might be more like, I was there. Live. Oh, it's
0: kind of like, <laughs> I was there. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean.
1: Um, I think that a really cool idea for Burger King would have been if they had like figured out the top 50 streamers that most people are following and watching, and just paid them, you know, five, ten grand each to eat a whopper on stream all at the exact same time. So you're watching Twitch, your favorite streamer's eating a, a fucking whopper. And then you go to your second favorite streamer cuz you want to watch some gameplay <laughs> and he's eating, eating a whopper. whopper. <laughs> and then you go to someone else and they're eating a whopper. You're like, "What the hell is going on?"
0: The whole Twitch homepage is just people eating whoppers.
1: Yes. That'd be literally. hilarious,
0: but you don't take it and put it on a commercial.
1: No. You know what I mean? You just advertise to the people on exactly. Twitch. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be or, that'd be you know genius. What? Maybe- Maybe you even do. Maybe you even do take input on a commercial. I
0: don't think you do. I think for like personally, and I can't exactly tell you why, but personally, I think that almost ruins the the thing because I think then, you know, it
1: ruins ruins the feeling, right? But from a marketing and business perspective, is it beneficial? Probably. I think, I
0: think it could be beneficial, but I think it's like how much more beneficial is it? You know, yeah. how worth it actually is it? Right. Because I yeah. think what's what a lot of brands are figuring out with this clubhouse stuff is that community, community engagement and management is vital. Yeah. Super important to having a good, recognized, lovable brand. Yes. And that's what Burger King messed up on. Because I yes, think a lot right. of a lot of their people are like, oh, you know, Burger King, that was kind of messed up. Like that was a weird thing to do. A weird yeah, way to do that. That's the
1: factor you that's the factor you don't really consider is like, if that happened, then people would talk about it without Burger King having to. Exactly.
0: Because it, it becomes word of mouth marketing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. People would talk about it. People would create edits. People would make videos about it. People would do this and that. And it would spread and the community would love them right clips
0: would go viral and stuff like this on twitter and stuff like that you know of like oh my god burger king just donated to such and such like about their new whopper and now suddenly you know that goes viral and now the new whopper is trending on twitter you know whatever it's a chain reaction
1: or everybody on twitch eating a whopper at the exact same time (laughs) that would be so funny i think that that would be so oh my
0: god yeah no you'd have to contact like 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 the top 50 streamers and be like hey we will pay you 5k to eat the new whopper at 2 30 p.m yes. on, live on twitch you know what i mean
1: mark my words if chefin ever gets big enough i will do that i'll do i'll get everybody to do cooking do, stream yeah do, do a cooking stream time. i was
0: about to say that'd be hilarious yeah. oh my god that'd be. that'd be so smart
1: <laughs> that'd be really funny i think that that would be like a great marketing move personally but <laughs>
0: yeah because it's like it's like you know did you see the video of ludwig that i sent you which one the merch video where he created merch. merch and then like gave money to streamers saying oh right go buy my merch right so so he created this website i didn't watch it but okay. I, I know i know what happened. so he created the merch and he created the website and the website had like a featured streamer it was like uh it was something of the, of the day or something like that. Like, like Pepega of the day or something like some mm-hmm. Twitch, uh, slang. Yeah. And so he, uh, he'd put the streamer that he was going to pay, like give money to, yep. uh, do a donation to as like Pepega of the month or Pepega of the day. Right. And he'd say, Hey, you're Pepega of the day on this website. And he did it to uh Mizkiff. Right. And Ms. Kiff was like, wait, what? And he went on the website live the website. on stream <laughs> on his screen and it just advertised the entirety of the merch. And he oh got like he got like five sales off of that. For like spending wonder, like ten bucks or whatever.
1: I wonder if someone could do that. If we could do that. I mean we could. Yeah, absolutely. You think that we could make money advertising on people's streams
0: um we Merch. yes because he 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 actually lost money in the long run he got like <laughs> 10 sales but he lost money because he didn't know the hidden prices in the software in the in the thing uh, that he was doing
1: uh, uh, shopify was he using like, shopify? Of, of
0: printful was the reason why uh, i lost money because printful like right. has like first time print stuff and he yeah. did not have big enough profit margins
1: yeah there's hidden costs there
0: yeah um so we'd figure that out but i mean We'd have to do it in a little bit of a different way,
1: right. but
0: I, I mean, we could,
1: I think we could probably figure it out. We could totally do it. I think that's new age marketing right there. <laughs> I mean, it is, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's, it's a little bit scummy. <laughs> is it though?
0: Yeah. Because he's like changing because the papega of the day is nothing. It's like, it's just their picture up below text that says papega of the day and he changes it multiple times a day
1: <laughs> <laughs> but who loses there nobody really loses the streamer gets money The people get a shirt he gets money like <laughs> right it's just like and
0: uh so so he did it on xqc's chat oh god and xqc was speed running so he like he like read the donation and he was like wait what website and chat just spammed the website <laughs> like like literally tens of thousands of people because he has like 50k viewers yeah, he's so got a lot. tens of thousands of people just spamming the website, and he got like, like I think three hundred visits or something at one time.
1: Oh wait, wow!
0: Um, and this was all within like probably four hours of work.
1: Yeah, you could probably make a lot of money doing that if you do it right. If you do but it right, it's yeah, probably a one-time thing, you know.
0: Exactly. So we'd have to do it a little bit different. And he was smart, where he created the merch he created was relatable to Twitch. It was the viewer symbol and zero. Right. So like zero viewers on like a hat and a hoodie and a t-shirt. And so that was really clever because they know what that is. It's not just some random brand that he created or whatever. You know what I mean?
1: If you do it right, you could make a brand pretty much out of nothing that sticks around for a long time.
0: Yes. But that I think is more on the product than I think it's the advertising. I don't think
1: so. I think it's about the meme.
0: I think the meme will only go so far.
1: I think if you make it about the meme and everybody puts it in their videos and stuff, and it's like just a meme in the community, I think that that, and then you also have killer products. Right.
0: You'd have to that. have a product to support that. Yeah. For people to actually come back to stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Oh, my Lord. Was it you who sent me the, the pictures on Instagram about the girl with the broken ring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the most genius i see thing I've ever seen okay Um, so for some yeah tell them about it
1: do you want to explain here you can explain. okay
0: so there's there's this ring there's there was this picture i was on twitter and there was this picture of this ring and it was broken in this girl's hand and the girl was like the girl was like this is what it says my boyfriend got me this what hematite ring is that what it says
1: uh, it was like some metal ring
0: my boyfriend got me this hematite ring that breaks when it absorbed too much negative energy from my life it only took a month and i need a new one and it's this broken ring in her hand and this guy replied and it was like i need to start i need to start selling poor quality products and marketing them like this <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like genius i'm like dude it's so smart like that
1: is so genius it's
0: like cuz cause, cause your target market doesn't know the wiser
1: yeah, and it's then like, like buy this shirt. It fades when it absorbs too much negative energy from your life. And this is a poor quality shirt. It's just the
0: worst <laughs> print quality.
1: And then and then you sent me
0: this picture of a left-handed screwdriver and a right-handed screwdriver. Oh, and the left-handed right. screwdriver is
1: four dollars, and the right-handed screwdriver is two. Screwdrivers, you you can't make them one-handed or the other. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you're just like time you're time just time.
0: like marketing and i was like big brain yeah it's that, stuff like that that is hilarious it, that's just something it's just genius yes it's like there's a
1: lot of things that you can do in the world that create what traditionally would be seen as zero value but if you market it right it's exactly a
0: lot of value. marketing is so much of a business it's not everything but it's yes. probably like for a lot of businesses, especially for products, it's like probably 80% of, a, of selling your product is marketing.
1: Yes. It's, it's, it's what side of the business you portray, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because it's like if you support Amazon, well, you're taking away from all the local businesses in your community, hurting the economy in that way. Right. You know, you're doing all this other stuff. But it's convenient and easy.
0: Right. So. And it has everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think... I mean... I I could totally go without Amazon, like sure.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, I totally could. Like I know, I know enough brands and stuff that like I know where to find stuff off of Amazon. Right, right. I think half the stuff I get isn't off isn't off Amazon. So I think I could just like, cause you know Amazon is is mainly companies that have a website of their own that are also selling um, on Amazon. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: There's a large portion that's like that. There's a large portion that are just like retailers that Mm -hmm. are selling online.
0: Um,
1: Um, There are a large portion that are like Amazon individual people who buy products and resell them.
0: Yeah. Um, So it's like the main products that you get off of Amazon, like an office chair or like, I don't know, like groceries. If you buy groceries from Amazon Mm -hmm. or a gaming keyboard or like, I don't know, just all that kind of stuff. They all come from brands that have their own stores. Yes, And so if Amazon, if like I like went on strike from Amazon for whatever reason, (laughs) you know, wouldn't hurt that much. I'd like have the app on my phone and and, and go past it. I'm like, man, I missed the days where everything was in one place. But (laughs) like it's not that bad. Google
1: Chrome and type in (laughs) HermanMiller.com to buy a new chair. God
0: damn it. I just want to go on Amazon. Uh, Yeah, so it's not, it wouldn't be that bad. It's just like, I don't know, when I don't know when to find something, I go to Amazon, like where to find something. Like When I don't know the brands associated with a certain product, I can go to Amazon and see a list of product and compare all the prices right there and see all the brand names right, and what they offer. And so it's literally a, a digital catalog, and that's what's so good about it. Yes. It's just a shopping magazine on your phone. Like that's it. I've
1: noticed, and I, I, I don't know if you have the same feeling, but I've noticed recently as I started using Amazon more, their recommendations, like their algorithm for recommending something, the next thing is pretty bad. It's terrible.
0: Yeah. I I think my recommended items, I like, I've clicked on once.
1: Yeah. Like there's the whole section inspired by your viewing history or your add to cart history or whatever. Right. It's terrible. None of that stuff.
0: So I think I'm for in. me, I buy a lot of. So like like if I buy a desk chair, you know, my recommended will be desk chairs, but yes. I don't need another desk chair.
1: Exactly.
0: I buy yeah. a lot of products. I buy off of Amazon are more long term stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that could be why my recommended just sucks because it's not really meant for me. Like their algorithm isn't really meant for what I buy.
1: Yeah. See, I would think that like you buy a desk chair, the algorithm is like, okay, is this something that people generally buy more than one of based on the history of our product selling? And with Mm a desk chair, it's like, probably not. So let's recommend something that other people generally buy with it, like a desk mat or a new desk or a monitor or something. Yeah. I think that that, I mean, to be honest, their algorithm probably does that they probably it's have one probably of the an algorithms. amazing algorithm yeah we're probably just too dumb to realize
0: yeah um but yeah the most most of the things i buy on amazon are permanent more like long-term things it's interesting yeah
1: we can criticize their algorithm only all that we want but we still buy from amazon regularly yeah
0: we i've i've given probably over a thousand dollars to amazon i mean probably more in like my lifetime doing, probably more than that
1: they must be doing something right
0: right um, yeah, it's like on my Amazon list right now, I have the phone case I want, you know, I have yeah. the, uh, the phone glass protector I want. Cause I was yeah. like, oh, I'm getting a new phone soon, man. Let me go on Amazon and find a case and glass protector. I like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, oh, let me go to this case that I likes, uh, website, website and go yeah. there because I think I like the Amazon list structure or yes, system I where so. I can have everything I want in one place because yeah. my case and my glass protector are two different companies. So I'd have to go to their individual websites and then bookmark each of them instead yeah. of being able to order them in one order with one payment.
1: Right. You can also, place. you can also see reviews, comparisons, right. questions being answered. exactly. You know, how long does this last pictures of the real product? Yeah. So I think that that's one of the big benefits of Amazon.
0: Yeah it's it's all of it's just a, a product catalog you know what I mean right yeah it's just exactly what it is
1: yeah, yeah it's not even it's not even like Amazon is really selling most of their own products you know they've got the Amazon basics line but most of the stuff is coming from third parties
0: yeah though something interesting about the Amazon basics line um it's 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 pretty malicious <laughs> what do you mean so let's say I'm a clothing company and I sell these these chinos that are super soft and I sell them on, uh, I sell them in person, like in store, but I need an Amazon store because you know, yeah. tons of people buy from Amazon. It's, it's the place yes. where people go. And yes,
1: so I'm absolutely. like, man,
0: I should really have an Amazon store to sell my product. Right. And so I put my chinos on Amazon and I sell them for $34. Cause I think they're, they you know, they're, or like $40. Cause I think, you know, these are good quality, soft, comfortable flexible chinos like these are mm-hmm. these are relatively high quality chinos these aren't just pieces of crap and so yeah. um they they sell really well and i'm getting a lot of sales on amazon and amazon has complete access to my data my analytics of of right. what my products sell how they sell why they're selling well
1: uh-huh. all see. of that
0: stuff so amazon's like oh my god guys this product is selling really really well here's how it's made Hear their profit margins. We're gonna make <laughs> it faster, more for cheaper, and sell it for less, cause we're Amazon. Yeah. Cause we have the partners with those manufacturers where we can just make that for way cheaper, thus selling it for way less and selling way and, more. And then you put them out of business.
1: And then we market it on our own platform, which everyone right. is on against and it's the Amazon Basics name exactly so against them. them. Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and so that's that's what they've created is is they've created an, a necessity for businesses, because that's really, bad. as an e commerce oh, right. business, for like ninety nine percent of you, you should be on Amazon. <laughs> but yeah. like yeah, a lot of them. But like then, if your if your product is actually good, good, and it's selling really well, they can now they have the ability because you have to be on their platform to then take your product and sell it for less.
1: Right. Yeah, they get access to all of what you're doing. Yeah, much.
0: as much as I hate it, it's so smart. <laughs> I mean
1: it's genius.
0: <laughs> it's goddamn genius, Heston. They're so just they're just your... slowly monopolizing the market. <laughs>
1: of course. Everything's gonna be Amazon, Walmart. <laughs> That's pretty much it actually. Amazon, Walmart. Amazon Walmart. I mean Google will be around Apple. Oh right, Google. Google Apple might be.
0: Amazon will never be Apple technologically.
1: I'm not talking about Amazon, I'm talking about Google.
0: You think Google now, Chromebooks suck.
1: I think that they have the possibility of being able to take over the market.
0: I mean, well, currently, Apple is the most, is like the richest company in the world. So we'll see.
1: Are they? Are they the number one?
0: I believe they're the number one. I know they're more valuable than Google and Amazon.
1: Who? You're saying Apple is more valuable? I believe
0: so. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think that it's Amazon. I uh, that's. I don't think that's right. I'm looking it up right now. Apple just crossed a 2 trillion mark capitalization. 2 trillion right. market capitalization. Cap, wow. Capital. <laughs> what does that say? Capitalization mark. Becoming one, only the second company over ever to do so. I cannot read today.
1: Wow. So Apple is two 2.1. It's 1, now the world's
0: 2, most tri- valuable company. Yeah.
1: Amazon is one point six. What's Alphabet, Google? which is the parent company of, of, of Google, Google.
0: 1.2. Yeah. So they wow. beat they beat Google by a lot,
1: actually. By like a whole one uh, one trillion pretty much. Yeah.
0: So wow. yeah, you know, you don't look at Apple, because Apple's just a technology company. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I don't they understand. sell tech. And it's like, sure, they're the biggest supplier of tech, but Amazon sells everything.
1: Right. And so you kind of think about it, it's like and that's Google. weird that they're
0: worth the most.
1: And Google does everything. They're selling your data. They're selling advertisements. They're right. selling uh, technology. They're selling like, products. Yeah. How is, I don't understand how Apple's the biggest actually. Isn't that interesting? interesting? Yeah. That is really interesting. I was pretty surprised huh.
0: when I found that out too.
1: And Facebook doesn't even top the list at all. You don't, I don't. Yeah. See it Facebook really three.
0: relatively it's broke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, you got to step your game up guys. Compared
0: to the big boys, Facebook is poor dude.
1: What is Facebook's
0: value? I have no idea. I, I don't think it's even. It's not in the trillions. I know that absolutely. because um, there are only a few companies in the trillions. But Facebook is their stock is two fifty five. Yes. Um, I don't know how much they're totally worth. Let's see. Me either. It would be five hundred twenty seven million. Billion. Billion. Yes. Misread that. Yeah.
1: Wow. So That's actually quite low. Like one fourth of Apple. Why? I don't <laughs> They have access to everybody. Isn't that interesting? Uh,
0: I don't think it has to do with stock. You know what I mean? Facebook
1: has two point eight billion monthly active users. Wow. Yeah.
0: They they have yeah, almost almost half of the world, which is almost half of
1: which is matches the statistics. So the there's world. like forty
0: nine percent of people are on social media. Wow. Have accounts on social media. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's insane, actually.
0: Um Yeah, I don't think it has to do I mean, I don't know. Honestly, why they're worth more.
1: So I've it could be question. for any
0: number of reasons, yeah.
1: How do you think that Amazon is gonna do after Jeff Bezos steps down as CEO?
0: Uh I think it's going to do pretty relatively fine.
1: Yeah. I I don't think, I don't think
0: Bezos did a lot in the terms of like, I think at this point, a CEO of Amazon does not have a ton of administrative responsibilities. I think it's a lot of meetings and I think it's a lot of, um, I don't know, just different kinds of stuff. But like, I think a lot of the actual, uh, like production of Amazon Mm -hmm. is in different divisions, right? Like Amazon Prime, like Prime Video and stuff like that. Alexa is probably a different division. Um, Audible is a different division. The Amazon Physical Stores are a different division. You know, Amazon Basics is a different division. All of them have different runners of those divisions, Mm -hmm. like different heads. Um, And so I think the CEO is... I don't know. I, I don't think his job is as um,
1: demanding as once was.
0: Yeah. And also just like, I don't think he, he, um, I can't find the word like participates in the, in the day to day functions of Amazon.
1: You know what I mean? Right. I, I doubt that the CEO does much of that anymore either. Yeah. Um, I would assume that it's mainly like big vision, big sign off. Yeah. Uh, controlling the partnerships, the, the, buying the global, companies, the overall structure of the company, and that type of thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I think switching out the CEO is not gonna is not gonna make that big of a change.
1: Yeah, and I think that Amazon is at the point now where it's almost at like the the cap of what Amazon, as it is now, can achieve. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Bezos probably almost needs to step away in order to grow it in the long term.
0: I see what you mean. Yeah, he's he's executive chair now, right? He is he steps away to executive chair, yeah. Yeah, so I mean in the, the third quarter,
1: in the third quarter yeah, of twenty twenty
0: one. The the new CEO was a CEO of some Amazon branch. I know that. He's he's been in Amazon as right. a as a CEO, which is why I think he was such a good candidate, I guess.
1: He's not just a newcomer. Yeah.
0: Um so I mean I don't know. I don't I don't really know a lot about him. I'm sure he's a fine pick though. I mean, this is Amazon we're talking about.
1: Yeah, the That's, direction will be interesting to see. Right. It's but... like
0: I'm I'm sure um, this was coming along for a very long time before right. we knew anything about it.
1: Yes. It's probably been in the works for years yeah. at this point. Like
0: with Apple, when when Steve Jobs died, Tim Cook was like, they were really good friends. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it was the right. easy decision that Tim Cook was the CEO right after Steve Jobs. And so I'm sure this was kind of like a similar thing. Because like, yeah. with companies like this, that stuff doesn't just like, oh, well Jeff Bezos is going to resign and like you know, five months. So I guess we just start interviewing candidates for the CEO.
1: It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> it's, like it's been lined up for years. Probably. Yeah.
0: It's like, I'm sure like Jeff Bezos and like the board members were like, you know, I know this guy. He's, we're very close. Like we're good friends, whatever. I don't know. Like yeah. he should be my predecessor.
1: I think that Jeff Bezos retaining the chairman of the board is, um, he can pretty much step in at any time if he needed to, I think. Yeah. It'll be, you know, it's still his company. He owns, I believe he owns majority of it. Does he? Uh, I believe so.
0: I have no clue. I'd I'd honestly be surprised.
1: Well, actually, no, he can't. <laughs> now that I think about it.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, I'd, I'd actually be surprised if he did. For like big companies like that, I think the CEOs or the founders rarely own majority.
1: When you think about it, he steps away as CEO. He's founded the company. He owns a lot of the, the company, of course. Mm-hmm. But after he steps away from CEO, he almost let's say he stepped away from chair and CEO. He doesn't really have any control anymore. Obviously he's got I mean he know,
0: he'd be a board member, I'm chairs. sure. He's yeah. got
1: shares. So he has control to some capacity. I mean but I have you can't no even doubt really call it his company.
0: I point. have no doubt that he will Unless he voluntarily steps down, he will always be a chairman of the board.
1: Yes, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, just, I think it's, it's a fine funny switch because you can almost not call it his company at that point.
0: Right, it's interesting how like Apple, though. I call I think Apple is Steve Jobs' company, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but I think it's a different aspect. I don't know,
1: which is interesting because Steve Jobs wasn't really the person coming up with the products so much
0: well he was the person coming up with the products absolutely but uh, he wasn't he was a very he was like he had this idea but like for the life of him he couldn't create it you know what i mean right he needed wozniak absolutely
1: from from wozniak's from what he said it seems like it was he Steve Jobs was involved in coming up with the products but Wozniak was almost more of the person in control of the products making the products coming up with like most of the products and Steve Jobs was the marketing figurehead a person that everybody liked to get the products to mm-hmm. the market almost which is still a very important role but it's interesting when you think about it from that perspective right yeah i think steve had
0: a i think steve had a really big idea of a company that he wanted Yes. Um, And I think Wozniak came in
1: clutch. (laughs) (laughs) Not to say. I think that Apple absolutely would not have been anywhere near where it was today if Steve Jobs was Oh, yeah. Both
0: (laughs) of them were were 100% needed, period. Yes.
1: Yes, they were essential. Right. And poor third guy who sold his shares. Oh, my God. That's (laughs) so sad. Oh, man. That's so unfortunate. Yeah.
0: That's a bad one.
1: That is a bad one. That's a doozy. All
0: right. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, Heston.
1: Thanks our, for uh, having me. Our conversations
0: are always interesting.
1: <laughs> they are definitely interesting. <laughs> Good talking to you, man.
0: Yeah, as always. You too.